0: This might be a tough decision right now. Well, well, my team did just absolutely. Some garbage. NFL
1: games that were like whoa, I actually don't have a lot of mixed feelings. Uh, welcome to Scrum Tone. Uh, we have another guest here on the League of the Light, Lego
0: of the the of the
1: The the I look fantastic. No one no one fucking knows, but I look great.
0: So, so you have to set the Who we'll said it? Oh fuck.
1: That, are, you, are you doing this on camera? Like you want people yeah. to see you setting the mood? Okay. Yeah. Our desk or table is so messy right now. There's just a random mask.
0: Why the fuck am I shaking so much?
1: Duncan stuff. Bottle opener. I got one.
0: There.
1: Some pins. I got one there. A bunch of different glasses. There's actually two bottle openers.
0: Do you want the pink one or do you want the white
1: one? Um, I'll take pink because it matches my outfit. Bring it over here. Brother. 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 Buddha. Buddha. Um there. Song of the week, new segment. <laughs> <laughs> Family ties with Kendrick Lamar by Baby Keem. A uh, good song. I thought you were going to say the Kanye, one of Kanye's. No, no. Songs. I find it funny that Certified Lover Boy is getting talked about on the same level as donda as if like that's a good thing because to me Donda was so bad and people saying that certified lover boy was so good that's up there with donda it's just like it's sad that this is where music is at where those two are the most talked about albums and i can't really say much because i haven't heard much of certified lover boy so it's not like i can have real input in that but if it's being compared to donda that's just that reference point alone makes me like sad for the music industry like this is the best we got right now You want to do a
0: review of donda
1: <laughs> um should we meh. that's my review
0: okay should this be tunes for they two?
1: should they should have me as a, a writer on like pitchfork and it's just you know how pitchfork or like a lot of music critics just use like all those big words and jargon and no one really understands what the fuck they mean, because it's just, like, you have to take music theory to understand. Yeah. Like, they should just insert me at the end as, like, a too-long-didn't-read thing, <laughs> and it's just me going, like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> just to sum it up, sum up whatever article. Um, I wonder what Pitchfork did say about Donda. Let's find out. This has nothing to do with the episode. We won't really be talking about any of this no, further some- in the episode, but...
0: No, this is literally the entire episode. Okay,
1: they give it a six. I would say the same. Six out of ten. Six out of ten? I feel like
0: that's really high for you. I don't know why.
1: What? No, I I think Donda's like... I mean, it's Kanye. Kanye has great production, so it's not like I could say... Like, he has that going for him, always, in any project. It's just a matter of writing, performance, Mm. originality. That makes sense.
0: I just... I... Yeah. It's just way too overhype, I guess, for... What it was out to be. What Welcome
1: are- to League of the Wings. It's our first regular season prediction episode. Last last episode we kind of did it with the NFL awards and just predicting regular season records, but this is where we start going week by week, predicting oh. every game. Same thing we did last year. Caleb won. I don't know by how much, but it was a fair amount. I think we did pretty good. I think we were around like the sixty percent. Yeah. Like correct. You know prediction. Yeah, I, I, so more yeah, than half. Yeah. Like that's that's I, pretty decent. Yeah,
0: I mean it's not like NFL analysts, but I feel like even some NFL analysts. No, I don't even think NFL year.
1: analysts like do too much better than what we did. So, so
0: what we're saying is that we should get hired on Fox. No, fuck Fox. We should get hired on NBC. Sure, I guess we should get hired on NFL. Okay, we should do Monday Night Football mm. Don't You don't even. M- Alright, do you want to do Monday Did you know night that football?
1: the Man- Manning Brothers are doing some of the... I don't know if it's Sunday Night or Monday Night games. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an alternate broadcast. It's not the main one. You have uh, to go to an alternate one to watch that's it. Lame. Yeah, but you know I'm tuning into the alternate yeah. one. It's the Manning <laughs> Brothers. That's yeah. so cool. Fuck the one Manning, though.
0: Which one? You know. No, you know what i don't, I, don't know. I don't know which one. The beloved Colt. Archie? Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Cooper's
1: son Who's like a I don't know I, I guess that guy's like The next big thing Yeah Playing high school right now But do you want to do Monday night football Or Sunday
0: night football Or Thursday night football Which night do you want to do Oh
1: well, we broadcast Yeah um, like, we really like to choose If I had to choose I would do Thursday night football Because I feel like The matchups In Thursday night football Are more of like Joke matchups Like they're not the Most hype ones That you'd put on Sunday and Monday night And we're like the joke, (laughs) we're like the joke commentary duo. So it's just a whole dumpster fire. But you come because it's a dumpster fire. You come to watch it. We bring the
0: comedic aspects that has never seen before.
1: When it's fucking jaguars versus lions, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck this," but then they see like, "Oh, people are there to make fun of all the players." That sounds interesting, and so they tune in. You know,
0: that that makes sense. I was going like to Like, imagine
1: a good old, you know, we're just riffing on Jared Goff and Trevor sure. Lawrence. Like, that'd be, so that'd be great.
0: Fun. So, are saying last year when the Eagles Giants played Thursday Night Football, that wasn't the best game that you've ever seen in your entire Listen, life?
1: Listen, Colts Titans was one of the best games I've ever seen in my entire life. And that was a. Was it Thursday night? I'm pretty sure it was Thursday night. Maybe it was Monday night. Let me look okay. back. Yes. Colts 2020 season. It was the game they won against the Titans last year in their two-game series. It was November 12th, 2020, and that was a Thursday. So they're not always joke matchups, but most of the time they are.
0: Do you want to talk about the Tom Brady thing that you brought up before the podcast?
1: Ooh. Okay, okay. No, I don't remember what what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 okay. Let's say what we're doing. Okay. First...
0: And then we can jump into, cause like I want to do mini stories, then do what we're doing, for like mini stories. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're we're going over each each uh, game this weekend, which we did last year. So basically, it's the same setup as last year. where we go over, we predict each game and just say who's winning and who's not winning. I'm surprised that you didn't block out your your.
1: You know, I can do that. I yeah. forgot that I used to do that. It's been so yeah. long.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you don't have to. I'm not going to do that anymore. whatever. But yeah. But so we're going to predict the games, and then we're going to jump into fantasy a little bit towards the end of the this podcast like we did last year. So the same formula, different people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> same formula, different studio. Uh, nope. Same studio. <laughs> Nothing's changed, Caleb. <laughs> I just want to add a little bit more spice, so we're not just fucking. New candles. Yeah. New poster there on the go. wall. New mics setup. New setup because we didn't do. We were over there. No, we were right. always
1: really in this corner we most of the time. Yeah. Right? Oh we yeah. Back when the tables yeah. were here, we were just yeah. Yeah. But
0: different setup though, cause yeah. like we changed. Still a different it. setup. Yeah. So that's different. I just wanted to add a little new spin to it, so it's not like
1: yeah. No one cares. I care. <laughs> All right, whatever
0: makes you feel better. Last podcast didn't do so good, and I'm, I'm kind of sad. It only has eleven. Hey, days.
1: comment under this video if you like what we're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, mini stories. I think I remember what you were talking about with Brady. Yeah, with his um, um knee. Yeah, knee brace. He had been wearing for like thirteen, maybe sixteen years. I forget the exact number. I guess it. He was never known for being a mobile quarterback, and now he's in his 40s, and he's definitely not supposed to be known as a mobile quarterback whatsoever. But recently he said that he is taking it off this season. He's not going to be wearing a knee brace anymore, and he feels a lot more comfortable moving around. He feels like, yeah. He said said specifically, like, I'm not going to turn into any Michael Vick, but, you know, I'll be able to, you know, do a bit more. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that's scary.
0: Yeah, that's just crazy. Just like imagine the potential he would have had if he didn't have the brace on for 13 years.
1: But he is also known for being a quarterback who doesn't really get injured yeah. and has many consecutive starts to his name. Mm-hmm. So that could have helped for sure, um, because was. Was the player's best ability its availability? Yeah, I hate that fucking cliche, but it's kind of true.
0: I mean, it's it's a cliche for a reason, and Tom Brady only got hurt one for one year and was out for I don't know how many games, but it was when Matt Castle came in and they still went I think eleven and five or ten and six, and that was the first time that they didn't win. Oh, and his
1: consecutive starting streak was broken because of Deflate Gate. <laughs> <So, laughs> that was funny. Um, I had no regrets. But <laughs> So there's that. Deshaun Watson is not the starting quarterback of the Texans. He is on the roster but won't be playing. Guess who is Tyrod Taylor. If you don't know who Tyrod Taylor is, he was on the Chargers last year, played for first couple of games before the team doctor punctured his lung. What? crazy go back to our episode where we talked about that i do not remember when that was but just do some digging maybe caleb will find it for you when he's editing but who knows um that was a crazy storyline but it kind of faded away because justin herbert came out of the woodworks and just fuck shit up broke some records and everyone forgot tyrod ever got his lung punctured but now he's playing for the texans and maybe he's going to have some redemption there it's not exactly the most <laughs> ideal place to get a redemption arc but if he can get them more than four wins I which is what they got last year
0: i feel like that's a huge jump
1: that is not
0: huge and jump he's not even
1: deshaun year, watson yeah. that's the thing you have to remember and he, deshaun watson is probably the only reason they got four wins anyways so if you can get them four or more like even if he even if he got them three wins, honestly, yeah, honestly <laughs> like, three, honestly in a seventeen games <laughs> schedule now, like if he did that, I think he's my hero, comeback player of the year. Honestly, <laughs> if he gets two
0: wins, like,
1: but he got his... hey, hey, dude, I wonder what the odds are for him getting comeback player of the year because if he were to get it, you'd get so much money.
0: Yeah, that would be like millions. A lot. Of money. Depend on how much you put in though, but he got to start at Buffalo, which. right i don't remember i'm pretty sure it was buffalo and he brought them to a playoff game and the first yeah it was wait tyra taylor it was their first tyro (laughs) Taylor. it was the first time that they were in the playoffs since 17 years or whatever some crazy shit like that he got no he got his start what the fuck he was a raven he was a raven bill's then he was on the Browns, and he was on the Chargers. I thought he got his start on the Bills. That's so fucking Well, weird. you're wrong. But, he yeah, he was a starter on the Bills that ate, like, almost 9,000 yards at Buffalo. It's
1: more than it. Caleb has. Yeah,
0: a lot more. <laughs> but, yeah, and then I'm trying to – because I'm trying to think of how they got on I think it was – remember that one year when Buffalo went in, and it was, like, that crazy thing yeah. with the Ravens. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I'm going to end this story because I barely I think remember it.
1: that I mean, probably when I was living in Egypt and just tuned out of NFL. So yeah. All I know is, like, the past three years. Yeah. And then, I guess, starting in 2012 and before then is what I know. That's my reference point of the NFL. Anything, Anything that happened between 2012 and 2019 – couldn't tell you a just, little bit a little yeah. bit just I, I know odell was hot shit i guess <laughs> <laughs> antonio brown sure look
0: just the most important thing that you need to know was the 2017 season when the eagles won the super bowl that's literally all I you do remember
1: that playoffs i was yeah i was definitely watching that clearly.
0: that's all you need to know in that time span mm-hmm. just that season nothing Fully else special.
1: potential storylines that we could see coming our way because of this development with sean watson and tyro taylor Let's say Tyrod doesn't pan out. Who's the hottest free agent on the market right now? It's Mr. Cam Newton. Imagine inserting Cam Newton in the dumpster fire that is the Houston Texans organization. That is pay-to-see TV right there. I would
0: literally watch every single game just to see how bad they would play.
1: Because like when he went to the Patriots, it was like, all right, well, he's on the Patriots. He can't do terrible. And he actually didn't. But now we just put him on a team where there's just nothing good. Yeah. No good coach. Actually, it's a new coach. We can't really say that for sure. That, that's unfair. move. Yeah. Yeah. Really. But you get what I mean. It's like nothing really good going for them in a division that is highly contested between the Titans and the Colts like yikers. Yikers.
0: We were like kind of creating like scenarios. What would happen with the Sean Watson right. thing? Deshaun the Watson podcast, gets
1: traded the Patriots. Mac Jones goes to the Texans. Mac Jones, Mac Jones yeah. and Trevor Lawrence play two times every year. That would
0: be insane. But if Mac Jones would go to Texans, he will do god awful. I think. <laughs> yeah. The only only way that Mac Jones is good is with Bill Belichick. And no one else. Maybe a couple other teams he could insert Mac Jones with. Uh, he could probably do pretty well
1: in like Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe. Yeah, he's definitely like a a unit like a systematic system quarterback. System quarterback. The same as Tom Brady. Yeah but what who said that um so yeah we could also see him going to the bucks because <laughs> who knows how long Dumbre is going to be kicking it you know so yeah just if- trade him over there and just see what happens <laughs> yeah.
0: like it's in florida too like deshaun watson would be in florida with the bucks that's like the scenario mm. we're talking about like they're kind of, it's florida it's like I want to offend some people in Florida, but I don't really care. But they're a little bit. Sick. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> nair, nair. that's how they talk. That's how they talk. No, I'm just joking. But wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Damn, I'd, I'd, losing, I don't. You're losing
1: like all your viewership.
0: What? All my bucks? Literally, Bucks fans hate me. I it's, would too. Yeah, but you know, Watson is a perfect fit for the Bucks because they're a little scummy place. I live in a little Whoa. scummy area.
1: How about this? The Steelers. Because what do they got going for them right now? Dwayne Haskins and Ben Rowe, who's like in his last season, maybe? Yeah. It's over.
0: It's over. Or the Eagles.
1: Yo, (laughs) imagine a tandem of Watson and Najee Harris. That's cool. I would like to see that.
0: Yeah. See, Watson is one of the few quarterbacks that if you implemented it in any team, he would succeed. Not any. Any. I mean, Texans. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) But like. Okay, excluding, like, this past couple of seasons, he did exceed in, like, Houston His good. personal
1: stats, sure, yeah. but overall,
0: not great. I mean, he never won a playoff game, but, like, he got them there. That's kind of sure. what matters.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I, guess. I mean, look at, like, <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: like, is it Texans? Like, that's a little bit success-like. I mean, they also had Hopkins back then. That is true. But still.
1: He kind of needed Hopkins to do that. So it was kind of like a system thing, a little bit.
0: Yeah. But let's transition to a little bit of preseason. We don't have to stay on this topic for a little bit, but I did want to get like some touches on this podcast because I did want to go over a little bit of preseason. Not too much, just kind of like the base storylines because we kind of already went over the big storylines over the preseason last podcast, but I want to dive a little bit deeper into it. Yeah, Our what happened? Eagles sucked. That I didn't really pay attention too much. I already uploaded a video a couple days ago about no. the Eagles preseason, and I went in depth in the training camp and everything. So they already know my opinion. But I was gonna ask you a couple of questions. Okay how did the Colts do if Um, you paid attention at all
1: well once was out for all the preseason games so we didn't get to see him tossing it around and I mean who knows how much he would have been really playing in those preseason games anyways a lot of the teams we played against really weren't using their starters anyways like Lions agreed with the Colts that neither team would Mm. use their starters it was just like this quarterback battle between Jacob Eason and Sam Ellinger for Potentially the start in week one if Wentz wasn't ready, but also just being the backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, Ellinger is a rookie from Texas that we got in fourth, fifth round. I forget exactly where. And his character was what really drove the Colts to uh, draft him. Uh, He's not exactly known for his big arm. He's not like one of those players that is going to – Launch it very far or very consistently, um, but he was proving himself pretty well in training camp. He was at some point he got even snaps with the starters in training camp and in preseason, as with Eason. But and Eason was his—he was trending downwards. But after the first preseason game, Eason did pretty well, and then started showing more confidence in training camp and through the rest of the preseason. And he basically took back his uh, backup position from Sam Ellinger. And I was always a big fan of Jacob Eason. Uh, he was drafted a year ago, but didn't play at all. He was basically red-shirted, just learning from Philip Rivers and all that. Jacoby Brissett. Um, and he's, he's definitely like the opposite of Sam Ellinger. He's got that big arm. He mm-hmm. can make those big explosive plays. It, it really just comes down to if he'll get a chance to really show it off in a real game. But... I mean, it's always up and down with Wentz because he hasn't decided to get vaccinated yet. He still says he's considering it. I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. Seems like it's more of like a family thing. Like his family's not comfortable with him getting it. We know he's definitely on the conservative end. Not to make it a political thing, but like, you know, just statistically speaking, happens to go that way. I think that... Eason will probably at some point in the season get a start just because once, if Wentz doesn't get vaccinated and if he's not ready, even to injury wise, to start, Eason's going to get a chance to show off. And uh, who knows how that will go. Darius Leonard got a contract extension, too, I guess. So did Braden Smith, right tackle. Quentin Nelson. got the rookie extension, the team option thing. I don't know how that works. It's like a first-round thing. Like, it's calculated. Like, if they get an All-Pro or something, then they get this amount of money in an extension. I don't exactly know how that works, but... I think
0: they can extend it to, like, a fifth-year. Yeah, fifth-year yeah.
1: option, I think is what it's called. Um, they did that, and then he'll probably get extended next season, next off season. So, yeah, I guess that's big thing. A lot of Colts are... All, on the lower end of the spectrum as far as vaccination rate goes. And it typically looks like that it's the starters and the (laughs) leaders of the locker room that aren't getting it. Uh, One reporter said that more than half of the starting offense is unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. So if something went really bad in the Colts organization, they would have to forfeit a game Mm -hmm. just from contact tracing. Like if the entire offense got contact traced, they would have to forfeit a game. Mm -hmm. Like that is not a high likelihood but it's there it's like there's a likelihood of it yeah they're saying like ty hilton darius leonard unvaccinated as far as i know
0: it's a shame that starters aren't getting vaccinated but the eagles are one of the like in the top like people or teams that are vaccinated they i've i've been trying to look for more like recent reports but like a month ago they were at 93 percent vaccinated which is really good they're almost at 100 percent And I've been trying to look around for reports of the percentage of each individual team and what their percent are vaccinated with the players, but I couldn't find it. I don't know why. I feel like that should be pretty readily available since it is the NFL and that's like a big thing, but it is a shame that vaccinations turned into a political thing just like everything else (laughs) in this entire world. All right. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Those are my off season storylines with the Colts. Uh, There's, it's just been a very hectic off season for the Colts. Um, I mean, it didn't really start off that way. I mean, I guess it was kind of destined to. As soon as you, like, trade for Carson Wentz, people are going to be talking shit. But, I mean, even beyond that, it's just been very hectic and, like, up and down. Like, oh, T.Y. Hilton also probably not starting until the midpoint of the season. Like, that's a bummer. Especially since I think wide receiver is one of our weakest positions overall. I mean, we have like high ceiling guys like Pittman and Campbell. It's just like they haven't gotten a chance to prove it yet. Pittman just being young and then Campbell being injured a lot. Yeah. And then there's the big like rookie storyline, I would say, is like this guy, Michael Straughn, who I think was a seventh round pick, maybe sixth, did not go to a division one school but he was tearing it up in the division two school and he got drafted which is big news anytime a division two player gets drafted not just like an undrafted free agent but drafted he has just been doing nothing but impressing all the coaches and faculty members i guess in the organization so uh he made this uh not starting team but the 53 man roster
0: yeah the practice squad or did he
1: make the practice squad? Or, or No, he made that, the 53-man yeah, roster. Yeah, he, that's different. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't on the practice squad. He's a 53 manner. So, yeah.
0: yeah. So, like, Eagles-specific, I don't really have much to say because I already said everything I needed to say in the Eagles update that I uploaded a couple days ago. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, big storylines amongst other teams other than just the Colts and the Eagles. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. <laughs> yeah, Tim Tebow. He was just terrible. in and out of there. <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel bad because, like, or not feel bad. I just disappointed because I wanted to see him actually, like, play an actual game in the NFL not get cut right away. But, one, he had a terrible block that everyone's been memeing on.
1: Honestly, it looked bad, but it did what it needed to do. Yeah. Like, it looked very awkward. I won't deny that. But when you're talking about... The the effect it had in just blocking the player and slowing him down, it worked. Yeah. So, like, how can you really, like, shit <laughs> on it?
0: Yeah. I feel like he shouldn't have gotten cooked, so that's a little bit... Uh, not... No, anything. I think he should have gotten he cooked. Should have, he should have
1: yeah. never even been on the team. Yeah. Did but, he- like, they were, they were saying from the beginning, it's like, oh, just to, like... It's for the culture of the team, to build leadership or whatever. So, it wasn't like he was there because he was actually going to do much. Yeah. And so I guess you know they tested it out, and they're like, okay, well, he either did what he needed to do, or it wasn't as good for the culture as we thought it was.
0: Yeah, um, and then another highlight of that game as well that it I it was a broken like route right over quarterback. I didn't know who he was throwing what was through it, and basically there was like a route that was coming this way, and it was supposed it was intended for tim tebow i'm pretty sure mm. but another wide receiver came and like took it and started running. <laughs> i didn't see that yeah it was so funny um
1: i would do that too honestly. yeah i mean like he didn't like steal it from him it if was, i was a like, wide receiver playing limited reps in a preseason wanting to get my opportunity fuck this tim tebow <laughs> guy who already had his shot in the nfl yeah. coming in here and getting thrown to i'm taking that ball for myself <laughs> i yeah. agree Good on whoever that was.
0: He did not make the practice squad either. So he's just like not even a part yeah. of the NFL anymore. Um, Philip for, Dur- now. <laughs> for, for now. For <laughs> now. I feel like we're going to see him return sooner or later. No,
1: I'm pretty sure he's going to be an analyst or whatever. Like yeah. a broadcast. Squad. Didn't he already try that? I mean, he has been doing it on and off, but he's doing it again.
0: Yeah. But Philip Dorsett second is on the Jaguars practice squad. Wasn't he a Colt?
1: He was a first-round pick. For the That's
0: crazy. Man. It's crazy how some of like the direction some of these players take. But another little storyline is JK Dobbins is out for the season. He got injured in a
1: Oh really?
0: Yeah, he got injured in a preseason game, torn ACL and he's like officially watered out for the entire Season. Damn.
1: yeah, yeah, there's some players that Josh has that are both out. I think it was Irv Smith, a Vikings tight end, and someone else. A little fantasy insight for you guys, but yeah,
0: that's sad to news, and it's crazy. Like, I would be so fucking mad to get a torn ACL during a preseason game w- in which it doesn't matter. Oh,
1: and it's JK Dobbins, JK Dobbins, and <laughs> Irv Smith. Yeah, what do you know? Who yeah, was the player that uh, Claudia had to take out? I have
0: no idea. Uh,
1: Um, transaction counter. No, not that. Recent activity. Wait,
0: does the is a transaction like what if you drop someone? Does that count as a transaction, or do you have to pick someone up?
1: I think it's add or drop. I don't think trades. Maybe trades count.
0: So do you want to get like uh, those are like the only couple preseason like highlights or like big news stories throughout (laughs) the preseason games?
1: Oh, it was Etienne. I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. And James Robinson is all of a sudden running back one in all fantasy leagues again <laughs> I, re-
0: I remember talking about that last yeah. podcast Okay, yeah, let's
1: go into predictions
0: Yeah, because there wasn't any other big news stories, right? Yeah Alright, so I'm going to reset the camera
1: real quick Go for
0: it Okay, so we took up half an hour with just fucking mini stories Introducing this son of a bitch and preseason news But let's actually jump into what this yeah, week episode one, is pred. all about Yeah, week one Preds because this week
1: is an NFL game. It is.
0: When is the first NFL game?
1: No, just let that sink in, Caleb. Okay, don't, don't just rush into it. Let it sink in. Okay. This week <laughs> is this an week. NFL <laughs> game. We're finally back. Um, Thursday night football, first game of the season. Last year we had an amazing game, in my opinion, between Texans and the Chiefs, in which Chiefs convincingly won – Clyde Edwards-Alaire, rookie, just had an amazing game. That's crazy
0: how downfall Texans had because, like, they... Yeah,
1: they were keeping it kind of tight. Yeah. but they fell apart in the fourth quarter, I think, but...
0: Yeah, but it's just crazy because,
1: like, I didn't expect them to do too well, but, like, not as bad as they did. The matchup is always the first game of the season reigning super bowl champion versus random team doesn't really matter as long as they're there and it's going to be the cowboys Dallas cowboys because a big headline is uh dak prescott he just got an extension worth a lot of money and he was out for the most of last season when he was on track to break virtually every passing record ever because cowboys aren't shit without it so yeah uh that's uh, if dak can re. I don't know Replicate that Then Yo watch out for the Cowboys man. Yeah Oof. They're gonna be scary Ooh Um Unfortunately For the Cowboys Zach Martin Tested positive For COVID Oof And so th- Their line Is Gonna be depleted But it's only for two weeks It's not like it's a serious Okay okay But But In the context of this one game Yeah let's think about the last game we saw in the NFL not the preseason but uh, a super bowl matchup in which uh, a very highly paid quarterback had no none of his like all-star linemen playing for him and he was just running around trying to make shit happen and couldn't against the bucks and now the bucks are back against a depleted line Against a quarterback who just got back from injury Still kind of having a little bit of issues If you haven't been keeping up with that Dak Prescott stuff I feel like And this is a hot take Dak Prescott is going to get injured for the rest of the season Starting (laughs) this (laughs) year He's going to die I don't know Like He's just going to get rolled off First quarter. They're not gonna stand a chance and that's why I'm choosing the Buccaneers to win the game.
0: <laughs> that's so awful. Now you're gonna fucking like jinx him he's actually gonna No,
1: it. it would it would be the opposite because yeah. Jinxing is like the opposite yeah. ends up happening. So I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. But I'm saying it will. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: such a bad thing to say. But I also say the Bucks, I just they're Super Bowl champs, they're playing against the Cowboys. Cowboys were one of the worst teams last year and I everything that you said about Dak and all of his injuries, he's just not going to be able to find any open players. And Ezekiel Elliott is also a big part of that offense. And if he can't get going, then- He wasn't
1: doing too hot last season.
0: I say also say the Bucks. So we both said the Bucks. Let's move on to Houston Texans and Jaguars. Ooh. First dumpster
1: fire of the <laughs> season. A divisional matchup to start the season. We will see my boy Trevor Lawrence on the field balling out <laughs> i'm so tempted to put him against Tyrod Taylor <laughs> <laughs> um yeah this is just a morning game i, I won't even notice it honestly um i guess Wait. it has some divisional implications but like they're not going to be fighting for a playoff spot let's be honest so yeah i i ch- i chose uh, jacksonville just cuz they seem like less of a dumpster fire out of the dumpster fires represented in this game so yeah
0: i think that's due in part to trevor lawrence i
1: here i feel like the firemen are showing up and they're doing all they can to stop the dumpster fire yeah. houston it's like the firemen don't even care
0: yeah it's like and the firemen are also instead of water in the hoses it's it's gasoline. actually gasoline yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh you know what you need tyra taylor like <laughs>
0: oh like, um, yeah Houston is so bad wait this is a morning game I didn't yeah oh, that's so weird I always thought that they waited to start introducing morning games I don't know why is it in London what? no what do you mean
1: mor? Uh, I always say morning games but it's it's at 12 so it's it's an afternoon game but it's not as late in the afternoon as the other matchups because it goes 12 then four then it goes one then four okay one yeah whatever but you get what i mean yeah so i still consider a morning game because it's easier just to classify as morning afternoon night on sunday
0: you know what i mean that kind of makes sense but like on the east coast like i'm so used to afternoon games than late night games because like morning games but like it sounds
1: so weird to say early afternoon late afternoon night when you could just be saying morning afternoon
0: night yeah but like when i think of morning games it's like in london like morning game is like 9 in the morning to 10 in the morning. I mean, that's just a
1: huge exception, though, because, like, that's London. That doesn't happen often. Yeah, but, like, I'm... Anyways, bro- that, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I call them morning games. You should know this by now.
0: I just keep forgetting that you call them morning yeah. games. Let's move on to Washington, uh, thanks to Chargers. I have the Chargers. Yeah, me too.
1: They have a better line than they did last year, and I think their winning issues... I think they, they have to have solved them by now. I mean, they have Herbert, they have... Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, not as injured as last season. Um, there's another, I think his, he's, he's a Bosa brother. <laughs> what is his name? Like, I think he was injured last year after he was starting the season really well and then got injured. So, like, I think a fresh start is what they needed. And I think this is a team that they could easily beat. It's just they have to get over the fact that they have a top defensive line and some really good playmakers in Gibson and uh, what's the other guy's name? Wide receiver Terry McLaurin. Yeah, Terry. They have to deal with Fitz Magic, but they've dealt with Fitz Magic before. I think. I think the Dolphins played Chargers last year. I don't remember. But
0: yeah, and then I don't. I don't think I said he was going to win against the Houston Jaguars for me, but I predicted the Jaguars to win that game. And I also picked the Chargers for this game because I think this is honestly going to be a very good game because I think they're equivalently matched or, like, same skill levels or same, like, whatever. So, but I just think the Chargers have an upper end and going to get the close game win. Now, it's your team versus the Seattle... Seattle... Wait. Socks. (laughs) Socks. Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks.
1: Seahawks. Yeah. uh, Colts have not won a season opener since, like the Peyton Manning days, I think. Maybe, maybe not. That might not be true. I think Andrew Luck did win his first ever NFL game, so that might be wrong. But what I'm trying to say is there has been a long streak of losing season openers. Notably, the one that hurts most probably is Jacksonville Jaguars last season when they had their only win against us and it was the start of the season. Terrible. But we're at home and I don't know. We just got to. At some point, we have to end this streak. It's just, like, it comes down to, will Wentz be ready? Will other people not get contact traced, I guess? Um, and will Seahawks get over their historical issue of always having a slow start at the beginning of the seasons? I feel like that tends to happen. Like, as a team. I guess mm. Russell Wilson has a hot start always, but, like, as a team, they don't really do amazing. I don't know. We'll see. I just feel like we have a lot of new pieces work to work with. And that just might take some time to really settle in at the beginning of the season. And we have like a lot of our toughest matchups at the beginning of the season. So I'm not too optimistic about it. But regardless, I still chose the Colts. But Um, you didn't.
0: Yeah, because of that streak that you're. I, I honestly had no idea that that streak even existed or if they were that bad. But I just have a feeling that Indiana indian and andy i'm just gonna say the Colts. i don't know why i'm trying to pronounce long names but the colts are i don't know i feel like they're going to struggle a little bit to begin the season and then get their pace like they did last year during the later half and the seahawks are notoriously good to start off this season so i think the seahawks are just going to get off to a way too hot of a streak for no the they colts. have a slow
1: start historically
0: seahawks yeah they do I always thought that they always started off hot
1: Nah I mean Russell Wilson starts off hot But as a team They don't do great
0: Yeah But I still have the Seahawks I think that they're going to start off the season pretty hot Moving on uh, We got the Carolina Panthers first in New York Jets I chose the Jets Ooh this is such a cool matchup Because
1: yeah. it's Darnold versus old team Mm-hmm. Oh man, and I love Rob Sala, but I think he's gonna have a slow start because he's not working with much after the dumpster fire that was Jets last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Wilson looks great. Don't get me wrong. I think getting Corey Davis for him was a great move in the off season because uh, I think Corey Davis was one of those receivers that like has really high potential, but was just at the right value where he was affordable. Um, just because he was being not very, he wasn't getting used a lot with the Titans I think they made great moves in the offseason but it's just going to take a bit to really get rolling whereas Carolina they kind of know what they're doing like Matt Rule is in his second season obviously new quarterback so like it'll be a bit different but when you have Christian McCaffrey in the backfield like that takes a lot of the weight off you I don't really know who Zach Wilson like who's his running back I really don't know
0: um Carter they, I think oh. he got a new running back in Carter Because I remember Carter like destroyed us in the preseason mm. Last preseason um, I don't know where he came from But I'm pretty sure they drafted him In the most recent draft
1: Right, okay Tevin Coleman is listed as their starting co- uh, running back Carter, Carter is, is their yeah. third Really? Yeah. Apparently. Oh. Uh, Tevin Coleman, didn't he play for the Fort at some point?
0: Yeah I think that's where he got his start
1: Okay well, yeah, I mean, nothing notable. Definitely nowhere near the level of Christian McCaffrey. So, yeah, I that's where I, it basically comes down to me choosing Carolina. Not that I think they're going to dominate, but I think they'll just have a little bit of an edge. I'm
0: picking the Jets because I I just think how they ended the season last year, I know that shouldn't like really be a factor, but they— even though they had a shit season last year, they ended the season really good. They got, like, two or three wins towards the end of the season. And they looked really good. And they have they have potential. And they added in crucial pieces to that offense and defense. And I think that they can just pull ahead. And I just don't think McCaffrey will be enough for the Panthers to pull ahead of the Jets. So that's why I have the Jets. And to the Tevin Coleman thing, he actually started with the Falcons, which I should have known because... I had him in fantasy a crap ton, and he won me some big fantasy games. And He, he did play
1: the 49ers at some point, though.
0: Yeah, his last two se- seasons were with the 49ers in 2019 and 2020, but his first four seasons were with the Falcons, and he's notably known for playing with the Falcons because he had a bunch of like decent seasons with the Falcons, and he was a main contributor to yeah. how the Falcons got to the Super Bowl.
1: He definitely had his best seasons with that.
0: Yeah. And he only had one decent season with the 49ers, but the last season was not too good. I think he had an injury of some sorts. I I mean, he never
1: got over 1,000 yards, so he was never anything special.
0: Yeah. But I mean, he's a decent, like second or third back which he's he's but he's, known the, th- he's the starter <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> <It's> the <issue. laughs> yeah that is that is an issue but like he's a very good complimentary back cause he complimented Devonte freeman very 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 well
1: all right well next matchup is uh cincinnati versus minnesota i feel like these are two teams that i cannot really get a gauge of whether or not they'll be successful or not but i'm just going to go with the team that at least last season had a bit more success And I know that Joe Burrow is coming back from an injury, and that was the main reason why Cincinnati didn't have that much success. But regardless, I mean, Minnesota's got uh, Jefferson. Mm -hmm. They got Cook. Like, they have a lot of pieces that have really proven themselves. And on the Bengals, it's like, "Eh, there's still a lot to prove. So that's why I'm going with Minnesota. That
0: is also why I'm going with Minnesota, for those exact reasons, because I feel like Minnesota is a lot more defined as a team and proven as a team. It's... Yeah. And then... I just... I said this last podcast pretty sure, but... C- Kurt Cousins is a lot better quarterback than... He does he,
1: not get his respect. Yeah. He's definitely a, in the top half of the league.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's like a fucking Tom Brady. But, like... He's a very decent quarterback. Like... Four seasons... In a row. Four seasons in a row, he had over... 4,000 yards. And he almost had 5,000 yards one season. And... Honestly, he almost had four six seasons he almost had six seasons in a row where he had over 4000 yards. But in the 2019 season he had 3600 yards and he doesn't have that many interceptions. His total like t- TD to interception ratios 190 touchdowns, 84 interceptions and since the first since the first like 4000 yard season that he had he went 29 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 25, 12, 27, 13, 30, 10, 26, 6. And the most recent season last year was he went 35 and 13. In the last two seasons, he had over 105 quarterback rating or just overall rating. So, like, I think he's a very good quarterback. It's just that his only problem is that he can't win the big-time games. And once he starts winning the big-time games – then he will have a lot more respect on his name. It's just Mm -hmm. kind of a shame because I think he's a very decent quarterback and I think that's how Washington and that's how the Vikings were good.
1: You know, I just looked it up and uh, I looked at NFL career leaders and the touchdown interception ratio. Kirk Cousins is in 10th. Wentz is in 11th.
0: Yeah. That even further is my point. Just very, like, insane. And I... Just don't think that Kirk Cousins deserves the flack that he gets for being, quote-unquote, a bad quarterback when he's decent. So I think that's why I have Minnesota. And let's move on to Tennessee versus Arizona. I have the Tennessee Titans winning over the Arizona Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are very good, but I just think that the Titans have a little bit more of an edge over Arizona, and it's going to be a very good game. I think it's going to be a very close game, but I think the luck will turn to the Titans side just a tad, but I could be very wrong.
1: Um, I have some bias in the matter, and I think Arizona is going to shock the world and actually be very competitive in the West. Um, I think a lot of people are looking at the NFC West and saying it's very stacked, and it very much is, and so it doesn't leave a lot of room for the Cardinals to make any big like impressions. But I think they're going to do it anyways. I think all four of those teams have an amazing chance to make the playoffs in that division, and you know Arizona is just going to get off to a, a hot start. I think they need to in order to be competitive in, in the current state of the league, um, just in the division they are in the conference that they're in, uh, and with the players they have right now, like they have a kind of I feel like they have a little bit of a small window to really work with what they got and make a, a Super Bowl run. I mean, Kyler Murray's young, but everyone else, like, you know, they're kind of getting to the point where it's just, like, they're not going to be at that value forever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Basically, what I'm trying to say is Arizona's going to win. Ooh, so that's
0: a total of three disagreements so far. Disputes. Disputes. Yeah, next
1: is Detroit-San Francisco. I can't believe that this would ever be a dispute because I feel like Detroit is not a dumpster fire, but they're – not good <laughs> Yeah I also have San Francisco They
0: Detroit didn't add anything This past offseason They actually they lost They got goth
1: <laughs> Shut the fuck up No <laughs> They, they had a again. great draft I th- I believe Just from what I've seen I was like okay They're making moves there But it's just like Everything else is. It's not enough You know mm-hmm. They might be competitive I, I think In the NFC Just cause it's not as tough As the AFC As of right now It's just go- It's still gonna be hard Just like I don't know. It really depends on this new coach. Like, is he competent or not? Uh, But 49ers, like, as long as they're healthy, they're super dominant, and it's just like they're not going to be having the problems that Troy's going to be having.
0: So, and 49ers are also back healthy, and once they're healthy, they're really really dangerous. I feel so bad for the 49ers because last year they were decimated with injuries, and they were like a top five team if they had all of their players active and playing but i remember in the 2017 2017 season as well i was talking to a 49ers fan at the time in high school and he was saying how many injuries they have on that team and i'm like holy shit like that's like sad they could be like in the playoffs like right next to eagles but like the what i'm saying is 49ers have a history of having a shit ton of injuries and i just feel bad for the organizations because they could have been great for so many more years than they already are but let's get to the buffalo versus pittsburgh matchup
1: oh man this is gonna be talked up so much because those fan bases are loud yeah i mean i feel like the last time they played it definitely was the case uh buffalo won i'm pretty sure in their last uh meeting mm-hmm. um it was late in the regular season when pittsburgh was on their downfall uh i will get confirmation on that right now though um i chose the bills though really no reason other than I feel like Pittsburgh's on a downtrend, Buffalo's on an uptrend. So, yeah.
0: That's the exact same reason why I picked Buffalo as well. I just think Buffalo's a shit-ton better team than the Pittsburgh as of now, and I just think Pittsburgh is still a very decent team. I just think they're not going to have enough pieces together to beat a team like the Buffalo Bills, and they're not going to get a hot start like they did last year.
1: Bills was their second loss after Washington.
0: Damn, was it like two games in a row? Three, Three because Bengals
1: was the third. Oh, damn. And then Colts could have had it all, but they were not ruling in the deep.
0: Oof. Next game, we got Atlanta versus Philadelphia. I chose the Falcons. Now, my reason for this is because a little reverse psychology... Hopefully the Eagles can beat because when I normally do reverse <laughs> psychology, the Eagles normally, not 100% of the time, but normally when I, when I say that they're going to lose and I actually put it on paper like this. So hopefully the I'm rooting for the Eagles. Hopefully they can prove me wrong. I want them to prove me wrong in this scenario, but I just think the Eagles are going to get off to a slow start, lose the, their first few games kind of going on a little hot streak but i just don't think the eagles are going to do too much this season and i'm very very excited for next season though
1: i chose the eagles um in a Kind of also of a meta way of looking at it is just, like, last year, I started off very optimistic of the Falcons, always saying, like, they got to pick it up eventually. Like, their is too good not to, and then they just never did. Yeah, I guess I have Eagles instead of Atlanta for that very reason.
0: I guess we can go over to Kansas City Chiefs versus Cleveland. This was probably the hardest decision. Really? I yeah. think it's
1: Kansas City still. I feel like they're just at the top of... They're still a dynasty to me, Yeah, you know? Like, that's that's the... The legacy that is still being written, and Cleveland, like they're definitely on the uptrend. They're in like their prime, I guess. Like they're in position that they could really make a stand against the top teams. But it's just like it's just what can you do against the Chiefs? It's the Chiefs, and it, I just can't see them losing their first game. Like that yeah. would, if it, they did lose, I would really set the tone for the season. But I just can't see it happening. Not with Andy Reid, not with Prime Mahomes, everything else. Kelsey was just listed as a top five in the NFL alongside Patrick Mahomes. Like, mm. it just got to happen.
0: I agree with you there, and that's why I ultimately chose Kansas City Chiefs over the Browns. But the reason why it was such a hard decision for me because of their last meeting that they had in the playoffs, the Browns challenged them very well, and I there were a few plays of beating the Chiefs, I think, personally. And I think they're going – I could I can see, and I won't be surprised if Cleveland – pulls this one out of their ass to get to beat the Chiefs. But listen, Um,
1: Chiefs somehow got better. They improved their offensive line a little bit because their old offensive line was injury-prone, and now they got younger guys who are not so injury-prone, but still good. mm -hmm. I feel like that's
0: scary. I, I agree with you there, and that's why I chose the Chiefs. But I... I would not be surprised if a few plays went over to the Brown side and Cleveland actually gets the win. Yeah. But.
1: I think an easier matchup next is the Saints Green Bay matchup because uh, Aaron Rodgers is sticking with the Green Bay at least one more year, probably just one more year. Like 90% sure of that. Um, and, you know, like nothing really happened in the offseason that, you know, people would say, like, oh, they're going to be a worse team because. You know, like the biggest thing that could have happened was Aaron Rodgers, and that didn't happen. And, you know, no one else left. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, I don't think they, I don't know if they got much, but uh, they're still the same teams that went to the NFC Championship. Two so, times in a row, two years in a row. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, Saints are without a generational quarterback now. Maybe Jameis Winston can make a stand and prove himself, but it's just not going to happen in this game.
0: That's why I also to- chose the Green Bay Packers as well, and the Saints have two a lot more approved than the Packers do, especially with Winston starting as QB. Now, Denver versus the Giants. I have Denver winning, I- but I can also see the Giants winning. Yeah, it- this
1: is a 50-50 matchup. Yeah,
0: but I-, I just feel like Denver as a team is a little bit more put together than the Giants as of now. Um, I just – it's a toss-up, honestly, for me.
1: I agree. I think it's going to be Denver. Yeah,
0: So we got New England Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to pick the Dolphins. Or I chose the Dolphins because they are a lot better team than the New England Patriots as of now. And they were a very strong team last year.
1: Yeah, they're making a playoff run.
0: 100%. And they're a lot more put together than the New England Patriots. I mean, I if it's Max Jones' first game in the NFL, I don't know how he's going to do.
1: And it's too many unknowns. They got, like, the best players from their defense back, I guess. But I just... I don't know. I feel like they're still not... Also, they just have... Their offense is, like, completely revamped now. Now that Cam Newton's gone. Because they got, like, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, Nelson Aguilar. To name a few. Yeah. And they actually lost their Pro Bowl center to the Chiefs. Thuni, So... Um, it's just like a completely different offense. We really don't know exactly what to expect from this. Uh, defense may still look very similar, but it's just the offense you got to be concerned about. And Miami has a great defense. so. I agree. Next game, second to last game.
0: Sunday uh, Night Football! Sunday Night Football. But we got the Chicago Bears versus the Los Angeles Rams. I chose the Rams because I don't know what I'm getting at <laughs> at the quarterback position with the Chicago Bears. I don't know if did they name a starter. They named It's probably Dalton. It's probably Dalton. I we still don't know who the fuck's going to be a starter for the Bears. The Rams with they they improved so much. They I feel like they were just one quarterback away from really exploding. I know they made it to the Super Bowl a few seasons ago, but the addition of Matthew Stafford is just going to put them at that much higher of a level. Comparatively to the past few years with Jared Goff. It's just this much stronger position to be in. And I just think they improved so much. So that's yeah. why I have the Bears or the Rams over the Bears.
1: Maddie Stafford MVP campaign. He finally has a chance because he's going to be on a winning team. I think that's just a beautiful sight to behold. Let's go. Let's go, Rams.
0: And then the last game, Baltimore Ravens versus the Las Vegas Raiders. I have the Ravens for obvious reasons. like
1: Yeah, Raiders. I feel like Raiders, they put up a fight despite all their issues last year. I just don't think they're going to be able to keep it together again. I think they're going to do worse, actually, this season.
0: I agree. They're a little bit of a dumpster fire as of now. And I saw this one meme. It was like the starting QBs for each of the... What division is that? The AFC West. AFC West. And I, I saw this meme where it was like all of the starting... Oh. um. Uh, quarterbacks have the number of wins on their jersey, and it's like Derek Carr has like f- the number four, Patrick Mahomes has like 15, and then I forget the other two quarterbacks, but I just thought it was funny to make that comparison.
1: That is kind of funny,
0: but yeah, I'm going to reset the camera. um Last thing I want to go, go over though, before we end it, we can do it very shortly, is just the fantasy side because of the league because this is the fantasy football podcast oh
1: yeah we did have a, a trade i guess that's the only notable thing to talk about right
0: yeah and we did we already kind of analyzed like the matchups last yeah week. we don't need
1: the matchups
0: well i mean i don't know i just feel like we kind of i don't know i like that
1: aspect what can we like i feel like we just go over the highlights of each week we don't have to go in depth because i feel like that's kind of tedious yeah because it's like we're already going over the predictions of the nfl and we're yeah. already talking about like standout impressions of each team, and mm-hmm. there's just so much overlap between fantasy because those are players playing for those teams, you know. So yeah,
0: that makes sense. Well, like next week, will we go over like highlights as in like? Yeah, we'll best go performing. over like,
1: oh, well, like what happened, you know? Yeah, but there's not much to really set up that we haven't already.
0: There has been a trade. How I forget how you get to that, but it was between me and Titus, or Titus and I, correct? Furbage. I don't know. <laughs> But I think it was. I gave him Logan Thomas, Miles Gaskin, and the guy f- with the Bills. I forget his name. The Bills running oh, back that bill's I gave running you. Back, it was yeah. Moss, something. Zach Moss. Yeah, so I gave you that. And in return, I received Tanyan. Rob I also received. Fuck, I forget the other two players what were the other two players that i received
1: you got um my boy his name is gus edwards on baltimore yes and raheem mostert on the
0: 49ers oh yeah and not yes. my boy
1: anymore actually i don't know i said that
0: <laughs> but i got
1: gaskin i was really playing for gaskin
0: yeah i i was i was hesitant a lot mainly because of gaskin because gaskin is dolphin's primary running back and I, I just, the, how he played last season was incredible because, like, he, had, he was injured a lot, but, like, the times he did play, he was averaging, like, 15-plus fantasy points in this league, which is insane, which I was hesitant to. But the only reason why I took it was because of Re- Raheem Most, Mozart? Mozart? Mozart. I like him, and he was injured last year as well. And he had a couple good games. But he is a starter of the 49ers offense. And if if they go more running or running game heavy, then that's a plus for me.
1: He's also the fastest running back as in terms of on-field during games, like top speed. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines of the Colts are also in that conversation, at least in terms of last year. They both hit top speeds that were in like the top 10. Mm-hmm. But uh, Raheem Mostert, like was the top two positions which is crazy
0: (laughs) that is crazy and
1: And he was injured so yeah
0: and then i also like gus edwards i was also a little bit hesitant on this trade because or a a little bit hesitant on him because lamar jackson is basically a running back or is very run heavy with jk dobbins as well they're more of a dual running back or a very complimentary running back system in place but dobbins got injured and out for the season so that's what kind of pushed me to get gus edwards or kind of pull my trigger on this trade was because of gus edwards and i think he's going to be uh running the ball a lot more than he did last year but i just don't know how complimentary they're going to be and how much they're actually going to run the ball with lamar jackson running a shit ton and Robert Tanyan, I was a little indifferent. I I personally would have have Logan Thomas over Robert Tanyan. Tanyan is way too sporadic, and I have no idea why he's rated so high in the position. Because he's, it's
1: Aaron Rodgers. That's all it is.
0: Yeah, like, he's fucking thir- If Jordan Love was starting. <laughs> His fucking position rank is third. Like, I don't understand. But I mainly got it because... Edwards and Raheem made up for Gaskin, I believe, and I feel like they're a good dual running back situation and what I yeah, I just that's what kind of pulled my trigger. And I'm so fucking like tempted to switch out Josh Allen for Trevor Lawrence solely because Lawrence is playing against the Texans. Alright. Should I make the move?
1: Okay. <laughs> Hey, man, that's up to you. (laughs) Yeah. I personally would not be confident starting a rookie in their first game, but...
0: Yeah, but my lineup as of... Now, I know we weren't going to go into this, but I just want to say my starting lineup for this week is Allen, Sanders, Robinson, Adams, Smith, Kelsey, Chanute, Dolphins defense, and Q. There you go. What does the plus minus mean? Uh, Like, on the... (laughs) Oh, well, I can't.
1: Oh, I think I think that's, like, their trend of, like, if they're getting picked up or not. Like, drafted and all that.
0: Edwards yeah. is fucking crazy. He's a plus point. Oh, yeah,
1: that makes sense, because J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. Is out, so.
0: But it's insane, because, like, everyone else is, like, a plus, like, two or three. But it's insane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then also, I know this is probably not related to the podcast, but how do you... Like zoom out on the spreadsheet, cause like I wanna for a screenshot, cause at the end of the how podcast, are you in? Like, it's like I can't see. Wait, I can't like the bottom part well,
1: of. Oh,
0: so. For, okay, that makes sense.
1: But you can also go to. Can you see where it says one hundred percent? Yeah. It's
0: also Ooh, okay okay that makes sense thank you kind sir i always wanted to know that that did not have anything to do with the podcast
1: please cut that out i'm terrible i I had to stand up and everything but people want to see
0: that people want to see you stand up i'm just gonna keep it in slowly because it's at the end of the podcast
1: all right well hey guys thanks for watching yeah if you even make it this far i don't know if anyone does Probably I I've not. never looked at, you know, the analytics or anything, yeah. the retention. But we do it because we love it and yeah. if you don't love it then fuck you.
0: Yeah. Bye. <laughs>